Hello, everyone. Welcome to You Could Do That on Television. I'm Hannah Wright. And I'm Mohanad Al-Sheikhi. How are you, Mohanad? It's been a while. I am. I'm doing great. Uh, I had a great Thanksgiving. I was invited to a dinner by my Irish friend with her other Irish friends. What's uh, Irish Thanksgiving like? It is very much an American Thanksgiving, but everyone has an Irish accent. (laughs) Is there special Irish food or just the classic turkey stuff? The Irish turkey. Irish turkey. It's green. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Everything is dyed green. (laughs) Everything is dyed green. And I I like that, to be honest. Yeah. More people should do it that way. That's nice. Did Um, you eat a lot of food? God, I, you know what? So I ate so much food and I did the mistake of uh, being so full that when they asked me if I wanted any uh, leftovers, I was like, no. Oh, mistake. Huge mistake. I am full. I don't need leftovers. And yeah, you're uh, like, I'll be full forever. (laughs) I regret that deeply. It's the dumbest thing I've ever done. You should have done. So what me and my mom did, we had a big Thanksgiving dinner with my mom, my dad, my brother and me. And, but we really didn't make like way too much food. So we had Mm -hmm. leftovers of some stuff, but then the next day we were like, I want leftovers of everything, but we didn't have any more mashed potatoes or stuffing. So the day after Thanksgiving, we went to the grocery store and bought more mashed potatoes and stuffing to make ourselves a plate of quote leftovers that weren't really leftovers honestly that's the way to do it yeah what how else are you gonna do it yeah no that's great yeah i um yeah it was it was good you know i i I really i enjoyed thanksgiving uh but yeah how about what else what else has been happening in your week well actually so over thanksgiving i was introduced to a show that i want to tell you about okay yes it's relevant because you definitely could not make it on television here in America. Uh, oh. My mom introduced me to this British dating game show called okay. Naked, Attra- Naked Attraction. And I'm obsessed with it now. It's sick. <laughs> but basically, the premise is one person is choosing who they want to go on a date with from six options. It's either... A guy choosing a girl, a girl choosing a guy, a guy choosing a guy, whatever. And the people they're choosing from are hidden in different boxes. And at first, they reveal just the bottom half of their naked bodies. And so she, let's say it's a girl, she sees just six, like, waist down, fully naked. No blurring. You see everything. You see everything. So she's just picking their dicks basically. And she eliminates someone based on that. And then the next round, they lift uh, they lift up the box and she can see their chests now. Or if it's a guy, he can see their boobs. And then she eliminates someone based on that. And then finally, you see their face and you eliminate someone based on that. And then she picks like the final two based on like their voice. And then she has to get naked too, for some reason. And you know, it's just like shocking because it's you're fully naked, nothing's blurred, you do not see. It's like really zoomed in, like you're getting the details of their bodies. 
And you know what? N- not many people know this, but that's how they vote for government in the UK as well. <laughs> what I also loved about it that I was like, this is so different than if this show were to be on in America is when you're eliminate when someone's eliminated, they are like so polite and kind. They come and meet her and they're like, well, thank you so much. It was great to meet you, even though this wasn't a match. Like, I wish you all the best of luck. You seem like a lovely person rather than like, truly, they're so nice. They're like, oh, I guess I wasn't her type. And that's quite all right. Versus like on next when they're like eliminated and they're like, fuck you and your whole family. You're an ugly Uh, troll. And I hope you die in a ditch. (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. Next. Yeah. They're like, you're a bitch and you should be uh, sentenced to death. (laughs) Yeah, and this is even more personal because it's like, it's just based on your naked body. Like, you have every reason to be offended if you're eliminated at any, like, especially if it's like your face. If they liked you until they saw your face, I would this be is, This is devastated. the opposite. This is the opposite of love is blind. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, they know oh nothing God. about their personality, their name, their age, nothing. It's just like, here's what you look like naked. <laughs> British people are sick, to be honest. Like, I I understand Brexit now. Like, even Europe was like, you know what? Fucking leave. Yeah. We don't want this. My God. They're perverts over there. But I can't stop watching it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what? Speaking of British perverts, Simon Cowell. Yes. Oh, perfect transition. (laughs) Simon Cowell is obsessed with making shows where America gets to vote because I think he can't vote in America. So his whole obsession is voting because mm-hmm. there is there is uh, American Idol, there is America's Got Talent, Britain Got Talent, and there's another show we just discovered that we were talking about today, which is Cupid. Yes, Cupid. A dating show. Dating show from 2003. Simon Cowell was the executive producer it was on CBS, and first of all, I think this is the first show that we've covered on this show that does not have a Wikipedia page. It does. I was like, no, "Does no. this show exist? What the hell?" But no, it, it does did. Not. Yeah. And but the reason it no does one not have a Wikipedia it. page, I think, is because there is a, a a Cupid show, another one, but it's a TV show from 1998, oh. uh, which I almost watched by mistake. It's not a reality show? No, it's just a regular show. (laughs) You watch like a scripted drama and you're like, why are we watching this, Hannah? I know. I was so confused. And I was like, this is not even the 2000s. This is the 90s. (laughs) No, so my friend Mike recommended this show. And he told me about how the premise and then how it went off the rails, which is so funny. So the premise of the show is a lady named Lisa Shannon... (laughs) wants to find someone to marry and she along with her two friends who are helping her and giving their input have a bunch of guys to choose from and it's like the bachelor she goes on dates with them but america votes for who gets sent home every week like american idol style you vote for who you like and then the lowest amount of votes gets eliminated and it went off the rails because america the viewers decided they liked the guy that she hated and they thought it was funny to make her keep dating him. And so they kept voting for the guy and she was like, guys, please vote him off. I don't want to marry him. 
And he ended up actually making it to the top two, which is so funny. Which which At one was that? Robert. Oh my god. Ro- so he and, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, he Robert was is a U- super European goofy. Guy. Right? Yeah, he was like Aus- Austrian or German or something. He sounded like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, he did. <laughs> and I loved him. He was fun. I would have voted for him too. He was like I agree. Seemed sweet no. too, but she hated him no, for some would, reason, and her friends hated guy. him. Okay, I'll say this. So the two friends, one of them, is so mm-hmm. fucking mean. Yeah, oh yeah. She's vicious. They call them her poison-tongued friends <laughs> in the description I mean, they of are. the show. They, yeah. they are, yes. And so there was only one episode uh, available on YouTube, so we watched that. And yeah. when the host... When the host uh, introduced one of the friends, he said uh, it was like putting lip gloss on a pit bull. And... That was so such a nice way to describe a woman. Yeah, he but said, yeah, I he, get it. He literally looked at this woman and he was like, "Look at this fucking dog! It has lip yeah. gloss on." He basically wanted to. He wanted to call her a bitch <laughs> and cut it. One hundred percent. Yes. Before we get into recapping the episode, there was an article that I read about like how it went off the rails, an article like from the New York Post from 2003. Um, and it, the quote was very funny from Simon Cowell. Oh, and by the way, at the end of the show, the idea is that they get a million dollars if if they get married and stay married. If the guy that they choose for her, they decide to get married on TV and if they stay married for a full year which is a very interesting clause because that seems unlikely to me. But Mm -hmm. anyway, so there was an article about how they were voting for the guy she hated, which is very like American Idol. Like American Idol went off the rails in that way with like Sanjaya at some point. But this is early for people to be like, "This fuck this lady. Uh, And Simon Cowell said, just quote, life is cruel. Reality TV should be cruel. <laughs> oh my god! So he's, but I love it. He's pulling the puppet strings, and he's like, "This is great. This is great television. I don't care if she's unhappy." Yeah. And then a, a fan posted on some blog at the time saying, "Let's make her wish she was still the obscure nobody that she should have always been." Vote for Robert. Oh my god. That is fucking wild. And and, and, and I, again, I'll say this. I did, we didn't see much of Robert, but I think he was fine. Um, yeah. I, I know that he cried on a date, and then everyone will not stop talking about it and call him a crybaby. And the friends were like, why did you cry? You crybaby. And then the host was like, okay, let's get him off the stage before he starts crying again. Yes. And I just like... So mean. So and it's like, so what if he cried? Jesus Christ, why why won't everyone just fucking chill? I know. I liked Robert. No, but... I liked him too. He was fine. But then we, so basically we see them go, so the episode we watch, we see them go on nine dates, the woman and yes. nine guys. And the clause here in each episode, the twist here is that they have not, each of them have not slept for 36 hours. <laughs> and they have to pick, they give them $1,000 and they use that money to get a date spot and they have to buy her an outfit. And 
the reason behind this. So each date, I guess, they give them a different challenge. And also it's like, it's weird. Like it's kind of like game show style. Like we're watching them all sit on stage being judged like a pageant by her and her friends. But then they like show flashbacks to the dates. Uh, Yes. And so they were saying marriage is hard. And in marriage, you see your partner at their absolute worst and you have to love them at their worst. So to make these guys be their absolute worst, let's deprive them of sleep for an entire night, which I'm wondering how they did that. Like, did a producer have to sit with them and be like, up, 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 up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, exactly. Not one minute yeah. of sleep. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, pick pick out an outfit for her and take her on a date, which was so funny. And also, like, I didn't notice anyone seeming sleep deprived on this date. Like, I forgot that that was the premise halfway through because they're all just acting normal. Yeah. Except for Robert, who I do relate to because he cried on the date. And I, I could see myself bursting into tears really easily if I hadn't slept in a day. Yeah, no I get. I mean, especially like he's European, and they take their rest very seriously. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I feel like every other American was like, "Yeah, this is just the American way." Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. yeah. You have I don't been working, fuck, man. Like, working I worked for three for days, eighty hours. A w- yeah, exactly. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> here's my th- okay. Here's my question to you: Do you think they got any help picking not the outfits? But the sizes for the outfits and the, and the shoes. They because, had to. Yeah. Everyone got her no shoe way. size, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know women's shoe sizes. <laughs> I, I yeah, only if know you were going size, on a honestly. date, I was thinking that too. I was like thinking even if like my like boyfriend of a year had to pick out an outfit for me, I don't think he knows my shoe size or clothes size or anything. And yeah. everyone gave her. I think what's lucky is that she is a very tiny, skinny woman. So they were yeah. just like extra small, everything. Yeah. Probably like yeah. size seven shoes. I don't know. That's like a hot girl shoe size. And then I would be like clumping them, in my one of them, size tens. One of them did say that. One of them was give me a shoe size for an attractive woman. He's <laughs> like seven, I, I guess, guess. I guess they were like seven. Yeah. Yeah. No, some producer um, must have. Although it would have been, if I were a producer, I'd be like, I don't know. What do you think? Like five or like 12? Because it would be funnier to see her in like clown shoes or like not something that didn't fit. Exactly. Yeah. Why did they have like for most of these dates, she did look good. Like she was in like a black dress for every date. Like they all picked out a plain black dress and like ugly shoes. Exactly. Exactly. Except the European guy who was like, you're going to be, you're going to wear gold. (laughs) And he gave her shoes with like mirrors on them <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like, what the fuck? And, I, and i feel like they did it on purpose they were like this european quirky guy he's so weird mm-hmm. yeah um <laughs> but but yeah so the first the first date he takes her to what what did he take her um, um who was the first date evan uh yeah oh yeah <laughs> i think he just takes her to a restaurant yeah, like, uh, and she looked okay. Yeah. Oh wait, no. And the, yeah. The first date was not Evan, but he. Oh, who was it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I wrote down his name. <laughs> yeah, I did not write his name too. But I wrote um... that he bought her flip flops, and he 
like her bra was like fully out because yes. it didn't fit. So she just yeah. took it off. And I don't know why I have a note that says that Lisa looks like Monica from Friends. Oh yeah, she does. Her like yeah, blue she eyes. Does have that. Yeah. Um Oh, I also loved that the host, when he's like introducing the show, he refers to the million dollar prize as a million dollar dowry. Oh yeah, they keep saying that over and over again. The dowry for her. The CPS is giving you the dowry. Oh I my god. That. Anyway, uh, oh, it was Ken, I think. Ken was the first date, right? Yes, Ken was the first date. And by the way, it's all uh, white dudes and then one Asian guy. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's their diversity. Exactly, yeah. And, uh, yeah, the first one, then the friend says, I don't see you guys together. She never explains why. She just says she doesn't see them together, and that's it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then and then in the second date, again the same thing. Like literally, most mo- her friends are just they just hate her. I think. Yes, they disagree. She disagrees with everything her friends say. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I also Especially didn't understand like, yeah. why they had to also buy her. Like they had to buy her underwear to wear. Like they had to fully dress her from scratch. Exactly. Like, yeah. No. Which is like... <laughs> I don't think they were asked to do that. I think the guys just volunteered, honestly. True, yeah. They were like yeah. little sexy panties. Yeah, exactly. And one of them was like, I'm not gonna buy her underwear. It's not gonna it's not like I'm gonna see them. And I'm just like, stop with the poor guy shit. Like Ew, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sad boy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Evan buys her khaki pants, which I thought was funny. <laughs> oh yeah, he was the only one who got her pants. And yeah. then they were like, we actually like that, that you did not buy her a skirt. Yeah, you're it's like, so feminist like, and forward-thinking. Like I like my women covered. I like that. <laughs> you, Yeah, she could be a CEO in the boardroom with khaki pants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no CEO has ever worn a skirt, and Evan knows that. <laughs> uh, and then one of the guys, Dominic, buys her pajamas. And then his date, he was the only one that thought outside of the box, which I did appreciate because every, like, if you have a thousand dollars and you're just taking me to a wine bar or like a beach restaurant, it seems a little underwhelming to me. Like the outfit shouldn't cost that much. Uh, But he took her to a hotel for the night to like hang out and like sit in your pajamas. I liked it too, even though I could see how it's a little like, oh, you just wanted to be around a bed look he has not slept for 36 hours <laughs> true so of course he, yeah so of course he wants to be around a bed and they got room <laughs> service you know yeah, that just hung out. Nice. yeah so i think that was fine you know also pajamas you can't like really go wrong with them you can like get oversized pajamas and just like sit in bed mm-hmm. and just you know, so yeah, he did not have to like you know pick like a very specific size or anything. So True. you know what, good for him. What would you, if you were a contestant on the show, what would you have bought her to wear, and where would you have taken her on the date? I'm one hundred percent in a military uniform. Like we're like we'll pretend <laughs> that we're in the army. Like I'm gonna <laughs> fuck because I want discounts and- for the date. I only have a thousand dollars, and I'm like, I want everyone to be like, thank you for your service, sir and ma'am. <laughs> and then <laughs> and obviously 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 so you want the restaurant wear... to treat you like a veteran 
Exactly, yeah. And of course, Spire. we're going to go to the most American restaurant imaginable, Cheesecake Factory. Yes. Yeah, because also they don't have them in New York. They have them in Jersey around here. So, and oh, I, I believe in Jersey, they respect the troops. And for $1,000 at Cheesecake Factory, you could probably get one of everything. Especially with the discounts, yeah. Right. With the military discount. What would you be like? Would you be like Navy SEALs or would you be Air Force? What would you? Definitely Marines. Because like the, the oh, Marines, yeah. That's the best one. Yeah, definitely Marines. Because like, I feel like their outfits are better. Yeah, you don't want to be the Navy because you look, I don't know, like with all due respect to the Navy, sometimes they look kind of goofy. I think they look fun the like those are the white yeah. ones right like the like sailor outfits yeah but do you want to wear a sailor outfit to the cheesecake factory you gotta get stuff on it like you can't that's true you're right yeah marine outfits does... is the way to go exactly marine it just feels like okay especially if you want to try every uh item on the menu that's that's a lot of work mm-hmm. you know it's should not we a, it's not should a... we do this should we go to the cheesecake factory in <laughs> facades <laughs> What was the place that we went to? Uh, fuck, that was in uh, in by Atlantic Avenue, where we got all of these tickets and stuff. Uh, fuck, oh, Dave and Buster's. Dave and Buster's. Buster's. Yeah, it was like tickets. That's, that's another American uh, experience. They, that was so funny. We were literally just sitting before we started playing games. We were sitting and eating mini taco nachos, right? And, oh my god, yeah. Which were the best best things ever. Tiny, tiny little tacos that you dip in queso. Yes. It was like an they were like experimenting with a new dish and it was mwah, divine. And a photo also this the Atlantic Center Dave and Busters is pretty pretty bleak. Like I've been to the Times Square one and the Times Square one is popping off at all times. This one was empty. And I think it was like a Friday night. And yeah, yeah. In the empty Dave and Buster's, a photographer comes to our table and says, "We are taking photos for free. Do you want one?" We're like, "Of course." <laughs> we had just to document us sitting at an empty Dave and Buster's with taco dippers. And honestly, I'll night. say this: the picture looked great. It did. It was hilarious. We should post it on our. Oh God! Yes, yes, I have it, <laughs> have it on my phone. Yeah. Oh my God! Honestly, it was great. It's I think unhinged. I think either Cheesecake Factory or that spot, both would be. Uh, if I was on the show, I would go yeah. there. Yeah, Dave and Buster's would be a good one because you can get a lot of tickets for a thousand dollars. Oh my God! Yeah, and then you can use them to buy something from the store. Mm-hmm. Like a pair of socks or something. Exactly, a mug. A mug, maybe. Yeah, you buy That's it from the sat from the saddest guy on the planet, the guy <laughs> yeah. who works at the store at Dave and Buster's. Definitely, definitely a teenager who's stoned. One hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I think if you haven't been to Dave and Buster's and you're listening to this, you should, and you will not regret it. I would. Maybe I would be like, "Can I keep the thousand dollars if I take oh. her on a date?" That's free. Yeah, then I made a thousand dollars. That is smart. Yeah, yeah. We'd be like, 
<laughs> I take her to the bank and I'm like, I'm going to invest this <laughs> in the stocks. <laughs> yeah. Here's a free lollipop from the bank. And that's you know what You know what you go? There, there is uh, the Capital Bank or something like that. It's called that, that I think. In, I see them mostly in Seattle. You know the one that have a coffee shop inside of them? It's a coffee shop slash a bank. Oh, no. Haven't seen that. Yeah. So basically, I just take $10 out. I buy us coffee. We sit <laughs> at the bank and we talk to the person inside. And she's naked because you haven't bought her clothes. Well, exactly. But that's okay. Yeah. That's, okay. that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, we probably can get bank merch that you can wear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd they definitely so have happy. A, a gift shop. They'd be so happy. I want to wear bank you, merch. Especially, especially in two thousand and three, like a thousand dollars is like a million dollars now with million inflation. Dollars. Yeah, so you can they buy will a house. treat us like royalty there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So whoever you are, you're welcome from two thousand and three. My ditch from two thousand and three. <laughs> Your life would be so different right now that we invested this one thousand dollars. Oh my god! Buy a Bitcoin. That's what I would do in two thousand three. Oh my. Not even one, not even a Bitcoin, multiple. I have thousand, yeah. My God, invent, oh my God. invent Bitcoin because it probably wasn't invented yet. Oh invent Bitcoin you and know, then buy them. You'd you know be a what? Billionaire. A, you know when people are like, "Oh, if you go back and like say one thing to your sixteen-year-old uh, self, what would you say?" And they're like, people are like so corny with their like. Everything yeah. will be okay. Blah. I'm like, no, I'll tell you what to fucking invest in. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, oh, don't worry what others think about you. No, like, like, no, who cares? In Apple. <laughs> exactly. Invest Facebook. in Apple, invest in Bitcoin, invest in whatever, and then you will not care what other people think about you because you'll have so much exactly. fucking money. Exactly. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fucking Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, I liked also on the show that during the commercial breaks, they were sponsored by Match.com and they, they had fun polls, but also one thing that they were doing was like, they were like, if someone gets eliminated, you can go on Match.com and submit your profile to potentially be paired up with them and be their date to the live finale, which I loved. Oh my God. I know. I thought that was very funny. But also, like, yeah, like, after they saw the ads and how many times they've, like, showed the Match.com ads, I was like, okay, this whole show is for Match.com. It's just, like, an advertisement. The whole thing. It's just an 11-week-long ad. (laughs) And they sponsored... uh, Yeah. They had, like, polls during every commercial break. So the first one was... What is the most important quality in seeking a mate for a loving long-term relationship? And it, the, uh, the options were honesty, humor, imagination, or attractiveness. And I was like, imagination? Whose number one quality requirement is imagination? <laughs> Especially like that, uh, the first one was honesty. Imagination felt like this person can lie very well. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, exactly. You want someone with limited imagination, so when they, if they try to lie to you, you can always spot it. Very true. Yeah, like uh, I don't no want someone to like give me please. a detailed story. No, but seventy or sixty-eight percent said honesty, and I think humor for sure. 
I mean, yeah. I guess you should be honest too, but I feel like whatever. <laughs> you know, okay, okay, speaking of imagination and lying, and I know this has nothing to do with it, but do you ever watch a TV show where like uh, they have a suspect in like an interrogation room and mm-hmm. you'd be like, honestly, if it was me, I think I could get out of it. I could lie so well. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. In my head, I will crush that interrogation. Yeah. I think I could. Yeah, I'd be I'd be like I would I would make eye contact. I would be confident. I will not answer any questions I'm not supposed to. I will not that I will recognize every trick they're trying to play on me because I've watched so much TV and and hopefully, hopefully I never be put in that spot because it would be so funny You'd if it just crumbled the other way around. I just crumb like I literally confessed to something I have not done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another thing like that is I feel like I would really I feel that I would be able to fully trick a lie detector test. Oh my god. Yeah. Not not only that, you know those like uh people who are like body language experts and they can like tell by your like micro expressions i'm like i i bet i can fuck around with my micro expressions i can trick them oh yeah it's like all about like blinking and like which direction you're looking if you're lying and stuff exactly Exactly. i'll stare you straight in the face and lie to you I just know for a fact that I would do that and then be like yeah when someone is trying to lie so hard this is what they do and i'm like fuck (laughs) <laughs> it's it's honestly it's like one of those things where you like realize like you read something on reddit like someone uh, that someone writes and then that makes you think wow i've never had a unique experience in my life mm-hmm. like i saw this thing on reddit on, on tiktok sorry about like when people were like were young and you're like uh, going on a car ride with your family and you look on the side, you're imagining that there's a parkour guy running beside your car, just like jumping around and stuff like that. And so many people were like, oh, my God, I had that, too. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And everyone was like, I guess I've never had a unique experience in my life because I thought that was very specific to me. That's funny. Yeah. And I'm like, I've, I'm, I haven't had that, that parkour guy thing. But like there are stuff that I like from my childhood or something like I imagine and I'm like, oh, this is just specific to me. And then you mm-hmm. look it up on Reddit and there's someone who had the same exact experience. And you're like, maybe I am not special at all. See, I find that comforting. I'm like, we're all in yeah. this together. Any like issue or ailment you have, someone's like, oh, yeah, that happened to me. And it was fine. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. But it's funny because like when you think it at the time, you're like, this is only happening to me. I'm the most unique person on the planet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but exactly. Then you're not. You're not. <laughs> this Speaking podcast, of... though, is the most unique podcast on the planet, and nothing will change my mind. It actually is. No one else has ever watched TV and talked about it on a podcast. Um, <laughs> also not unique is the date. So when she's on a date with this guy, Paul, they're at a restaurant, and she's like, I'm emphatically anti-ordering chicken at a restaurant because you can just make it yourself. And then, and I was like, yeah, I go, okay, I guess. But, like, I can't make it that good. But then she yeah. orders the salmon. It's <laughs> like, girl, you can make that the same exact way you make chicken. 
It's not, not hard. Not only that, not only that, literally you could make anything at home if you want to. That's, That's true. how food works. That's how cooking <laughs> works. I was like thinking of what else is at a restaurant. It's like pasta, steak. Like, I, just like yeah, me, you could do that. Just, just like me eating fries at a restaurant and being like, holy fucking shit. Hopefully restaurants will remain open forever or I will never have fries again. You can make fries. That is true. You could... Not but if you have the, if you have like do, do you have a deep fryer at home? But that you know what? So when in Libya I had one and I made fries almost every night because it got so addicted. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah, you had a deep fryer. That, yes. Whoa. Yeah. Why did but, you come here? <laughs> I have no idea. I have I heard because I heard people talking about like fucking freedom fries and shit, and I was like, America is a place to be. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, and, and it was up. done. It was, it was a lie. All I, all, all I can make is coffee at home. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, same. I, I actually don't want to wake it at home. And I'll actually <laughs> talk about it more when we get to the villain of the week. But anyway, more about oh, the, want, more about I want the fries now. Yeah, I know. I had fries yesterday, and they were fucking great. Oh, from uh, where? It was like this burger place in Bay Ridge. I'll look it up, but Ooh. I don't think you can get stuff delivered from there because, you know, no. Bay Ridge is far. <laughs> I'm visiting Bay Ridge on Friday. Oh, where and why? Uh, my friend Corey lives there, so we're going over to see his place. And I was Interesting. like... Interesting. So you're making going the to commute. see your friend Corey's place yeah. in Bay Ridge. Interesting. Do you have yeah. any other friends who you haven't seen their place in Bay Ridge? Not that I can think of. Uh, I'm seeing okay. I'm seeing them right now on my computer screen. Yeah. Why would I need to <laughs> Yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll stop by. Show me the local yeah. culture and cuisine of this Bay Ridge. <laughs> Honestly, it's great. Not gonna lie. Like, yeah, it's you know what? It's not far from you because you're next to the to the R. So like that's not, you know, uh yeah. I don't think it's that bad. But yeah, like the food is fucking great. But yeah, it is a bit a bit of a commute for sure. Uh, is the neighborhood known for any like specific type of food? There's a lot of like there's a lot of Middle Eastern food, yeah. There's so much of it. Okay. And it's honestly so fucking good. Ooh, good to know. Yeah, yeah. So definitely yeah, there's also like a, a lot of like Yemeni food as well that is good. There's a lot of like coffee shops that are like very like, you know, Yemeni coffee shops and stuff like that that are like, you know, you can get really like you know specialty coffees and stuff so it is so you don't even have to make your coffee at home (laughs) no 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 i don't and i i might stop doing that yeah yeah anyway the next date she goes on is with a man who i kept thinking they were saying his name was brenda (laughs) i was like what the hell oh yeah brenda yeah brenda which is apparently a name and he took her to like a spa place where they just like sat outside uh and then he tried to buy her a candle from the gift shop of the spa and he absolutely ran out of money from his thousand dollars and so he couldn't buy it (laughs) that is so funny yeah he was like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm broke but i also loved uh what he said on the date he said I'm not like your average all-American guy. I don't even know how I'm different. It's hard to explain. 
I was gifted when I was a kid. So I'm just a grown up gifted kid. A grown up gifted kid. Mm-hmm. Same. Wow. Yeah, I mean, aren't all of us grown up gifted kids? I don't know. Were you gifted? Remember when they did you guys do this where the school like divided you up between gifted and not? (laughs) It's so fucked up looking back. So, so we didn't have that in school, but there was a school for uh, gifted students. Oh, okay. Were you in it? Yeah, and my my brother was. My my brother was in the. uh, yeah, but you have like when you you have to apply to it, and you have like to like take tests and shit like that. And my yeah. brother wanted to do that, and I was like, I don't know. I like my school with where I am the only one who's smart. Why would I want to be around other smart people? Yeah, I feel that. I I don't think I was in the gifted. They called it the gifted and talented program, which is hilarious because it's like the other kids aren't. You're saying they're not talented or gifted at all. Exactly. Exactly. But and then they, they were all, all weird. Grow- they were weird kids. I was like, I don't want to be in class. They're nerdy. Exactly. And all of them like grow up and like have these fucking issues because now they're just like, I am gifted. Everything I do is has to be perfect. And I'm like, nah, man, you could have been with the dumb kids and had a good life now. Exactly. Yeah. I liked being the smart one amongst amongst yeah. the dummies. <laughs> it is. It is the best. Yeah. You want to be the king of the dummies. Yeah. Yeah, if you're yeah. a gifted kid, you grow up to be Renda on Cupid. <laughs> exactly. You're this still is what talking about to it. Kids. This is exactly. what happens. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and you say stuff like, I am a grown up gifted kid. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I would eliminate him. Yeah, no, Just fuck there. that. Now, dummies rule the world. That's what I think. Yeah. Like Robert. You know, Robert. he's maybe not a dummy. He's just, he's just goofy. No, it was the 2003 and he had an, a European accent and they were like, we're going to make a whole, we're going to make a big deal out of it. Yeah, because we're going to no make you a character. Way this American woman will want to marry someone with a European accent. <laughs> it was everything. It did make everything he said sounded funny, though. He like, did. he was, Honestly, like, picking yeah. out a bra for her, and he was like, uh, that's pretty much... Wait, I can't do an Austrian accent. How yeah. does it go? Ima- imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's pretty much the way her chest area looks like. That's what he exactly. said. Oh, that was good. That was really good. That that should be your, your thing. Uh, you should go on America's Got Talent, also produced by Simon Cowell. Yes. And be like, remember me, I'm Robert... Pero Robert, King of, Simon Robert. Cowell, king of, of democratic television. Tr- truly. Like, what a, <laughs> what a, fucking, what a fucking guy. Uh, and then she went on a date with Hank. Hank, by the way, okay, if you're watching this, do not look up Hank. Before you do, imagine a Hank in your head. What would a Hank look like? And then look up Hank, and he will look exactly how you imagined him. He was the most Hank Hank I've ever seen. Hank was very Hanky. Uh, oh, wait, but the the friends, back to Robert's date really quickly. The friends yeah. hate, hate Robert for some reason. And yeah. Laura says, because he cried, which he cried because he was just like, oh, I feel like I'm doing everything wrong because he almost was eliminated the past week. And yeah. so Laura says, you're psycho. 
or you're overly emotional and need to be on serious medication. Like the man just cried. <laughs> She's trying to like hospitalize him. And then he goes, yeah. Laura, you should be a little bit less aggressive towards a guy you don't know about, which I, I mean, yeah, was it amazing? Sa- seems like I, a threat, but could have just I, been a I, normal thing. You to know say. what? I agree with him. And if it was a threat, good for him. Exactly. Anything need, in that she, voice kind of sounds. I, I think Laura needed to fear for her life a bit. Yeah. He's like, you better was, watch watch yourself. Yeah, exactly. Lady. He was like, <laughs> little lady. <laughs> He's like, you don't know where I come from and what we you do. You don't know. Exactly. To women who talk know. back. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like uh, you will crumble just like the Soviet Union. I'll tell you that much, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he then was, he H- was, yeah. Hank. Hank's date was cute. He, mm-hmm. they seemed nice. They shared a kiss. They did nothing special. Yeah. yeah, and then we learned eventually at the end that Hank was was the winner too of Hank, the show. Yes, yes, Hank yeah. was the winner. It was down to Robert and Hank, which I love. And That's so funny. then Hank won. And then he said no at the, like, I guess they were like doing a live wedding on stage. And he said no, because he cared about her too much and wants her to have the wedding of her dreams. Uh, and so they don't get the million dollars, which I'd be this like, we could have fucking just her. got married and then had another wedding of my dreams yeah. with a million dollars. No. That felt very scripted. I was like, there is no fucking way, man. There is no yeah. fucking... Like, literally, like, no. F- like, fuck romance that I have to sacrifice one million dollars. I know. I mean, we can just... Yeah. Am- well, I guess they did have to stay married for a year to keep it. Yeah. But d- yeah. do it. You don't have to sure. do anything. Just be technically legally married. Exactly. Just marry on TV and then change your mind. Who gives a fuck? So uh, I looked up also Hank and Lisa to try to find uh-huh. out if they were still together. And uh-huh. I couldn't find if they were still together or not. But yeah. they're both now executive producers of reality TV shows. Uh, oh. Hank, Hank, I f- like I found their IMDb's. And Hank is an executive producer for like Duck Dynasty, Chris Lee Knows Best and those shows. And Lisa is like an extremely like high up person at Bravo, working on like Bravo reality shows. She's the EP of Real Housewives of New York and like Salt Lake City. What? And I was like, holy shit. Wow. <laughs> Did they both just like discover a love of reality TV from being on Cupid and then wow. decide to okay. dedicate their lives to it? So okay, so they did they did get their one million dollar eventually. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, she's. But a, they're not she's married. Deal. I don't know. Yeah, they might be. I couldn't find anything, but I do think that she must live in New York, and he probably lives in LA. So that's a clue. I wanted to like reach that is out. So funny. <laughs> be like, wow. <laughs> that is okay. That is fucking insane. Like that. They okay. Mm-hmm. Cause usually, when we do these, when we do these, like watch these shows we're like yeah a john millionaire now is a farmer and he's on facebook or this person (laughs) does not exist anymore but that they actually like made a career out of it that's very 
I, I there's like deadline articles about her like variety articles about her okay go off it's okay crazy. i love that yeah well yeah. i hope her friend laura has not had a good career because i don't like laura i know i should have looked up laura <laughs> yeah she was she was mean but you know what maybe if they remain friends i'm sure she is uh cashing in on that friendship we'll see hopefully <laughs> You know, she's like, I am the reason that you met Evan. I should be uh, Hank. It should be your kid's, uh, I don't know, godmother or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Laura sucked. I feel like their friendship ended after that show. As it should. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and the other friends suck too, but not as much as Laura. Yeah. Yeah. So Laura was just like, clearly wanted to have her star moment. So it's just 100%. Saying. 100 percent. yeah she's like this is this is about me right now i have to be me so i can be memorable oh in the like in the beginning of the episode they showed a flashback to the previous week when laura was judging robert and she said like i'm ashamed to even be in the same country as you let alone the same room like what are you talking about what is your problem (laughs) she's a fucking psycho He's a fucking yeah. psycho. That's that's all I, all I can say. And you know what? If I didn't already have a villain of the week, she would literally be my villain of the week. <laughs> Should we do villain of the week? Yes. So who? So every week we do villain of the week, which is basically our lives that are a reality TV show. So there's a villain. And well, who was your villain this week, Hannah? This week, my villain is Amtrak. Because, so I take Amtrak frequently um, whenever I go visit DC. This is Joe Biden of podcast, Hannah Wright. Yeah, Loves Amtrak. I'm I'm a train guy. I'm a big train guy. And (laughs) the first time I took Amtrak after I got my cat, Luna, I was like, how do I do this? How do I travel with a cat? And it's like, oh, you just... When you're buying your Amtrak ticket, you click like bringing a pet and you pay extra. And they're like, you have to, you have to print out this form and sign it and bring it to like an Amtrak person before you get on the train and they have to sign it. And I was like, okay. So I like went out of my way to like print it, like find a printer, print it, sign it, blah, 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 do all that. And they were like, okay. And then as I was on the train. This was like last year. I was on the train. No one ever checked. No one ever asked for that form. No one. And I had her like right next to me. I wasn't trying to hide her or anything. And I'm like, this is not a thing. And so I've taken Amtrak like five or six times since then. And I'm like, I'm not going to buy that. I'm not because you have to pay extra. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. And no one has ever once said anything or checked and yeah. like I was specifically thinking about it this week because when I bought my train ticket for Thanksgiving, I like bought it last minute. So it was super expensive. And apparently the pet price goes up with the ticket price. Jesus. So it was like, I just saw that it would have been like $75 extra to bring a pet. So I am i didn't pay it. But if I yeah, didn't that. know that you don't have to, like they're just screwing people over for no, literally no reason. Like, she doesn't get yeah. a seat. I put her under the seat. Like, what is the yeah. reason for that? Yeah, Jesus. Like, maybe Did if they... you're bringing, like, a horse and you need to put it in the, like, storage car. <laughs> but... Exactly. 
Yeah, it's such a stupid shit to ask. Also, $75. For $75, she better get her own cat coffee or some shit. Like, her own. Like, like, you know how there's like a a card that has like those, a card that has like the cafe and the cafeteria and shit? There should be one for cats if I'm paying that much. Right. That's like a full price ticket. Yeah, exactly. No, fuck that. I mean, here's yeah. the thing. Do I think Luna deserves her own seat? Absolutely. But for yeah. $75? No. There should be a small cat seat. Well, usually I do put her just on the seat next to me. And then if anyone wants to sit there, I'm like, okay, wow. Like, let me just yeah, exactly. put her on the floor. <laughs> Asshole. God. But I've realized that she actually does prefer to be under the seat anyway now. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's hiding. It. She's less overwhelmed, but I know, I know. If it's yeah, an empty like, train, like... I'm like, I just want to like take her out and play with her. <laughs> when it's a fucking empty train and someone decides to sit next to you, it's like, what are you, the fucking devil? Like, oh my god, another villain that I just remembered was the person that sat next to me. They came on the train at like Philly, so it was like halfway through, and I had the seat next to me to myself for most of it. And then I was like, god damn it! And they sat next to me. And they started eating McDonald's and Auntie Anne's pretzels. So the most like smell. Jesus like, Christ. The and loudest the smells bo- of food. They, and you can tell that they bought them at the train station too. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was hot. Also, It smelled okay. so good. It made me so upset. I was so hungry. Also, if they got in in Philly. That means that the train ride to New York was like an hour, right? Yeah, like Why an hour, the fuck hour do you half. need that? Like just <laughs> for the wait. train ride. I know, I know. Yeah, just wait. You shouldn't for an hour eat any like... smelling food on the train. No, exactly. Just buy, go buy something from the cafeteria and just eat it there. It's it's. Yeah. There are so many things that you could do. I think the only thing that you can you should go on the train holding is a coffee, and that's it. Other mm-hmm. foods, no, because the coffee on the train is fucking disgusting. But oh, I've never even tried it. It's it's Dunkin' and it's truly does not even taste like Dunkin'. It's like just like a like an Amtrak style Dunkin', and it's yeah. Bad. I, I usually get a nice little mini bottle of train wine. Oh, I didn't know that was a Amtrak. Thing. Yeah, they have like tiny little like personal size oh, bottles of wine. Okay, it's fun. Okay. And I'm well, just sipping uh, my wine, looking out the window, feeling like a poet. God. It's my great. God. Like <laughs> I will write one thing on the train and I'm like mm-hmm. this is my this God. is gonna be a bestseller. Am I like a Russian literature person? <laughs> my God. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I might just like book like the cheapest train ride just so I can write on the train. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like like a thirty dollars ticket just so I can like sit down and write all the way to DC or some shit. I'm into that. <laughs> I wish Why it was thirty dollars. Well, I guess days. if you buy it, if you buy it so fucking early, sure. But yeah, no, I totally yeah. get that. Yeah, sometimes it gets to like almost like one hundred and eighty-one or like two hundred. Mm-hmm. It's just like Jesus Christ, man! Like what the fuck? Yeah, uh, get it, get it together. Yeah, who's your villain? So my villain of the week is so I uh, my my friend Robert recommended that I get this uh, this AeroPress to make coffee. So basically, you make one cup of coffee and you put it in this thing and you like air press it. I have one of and those. Was, 
Yeah, and I was like, oh, fancy, you know? I've never who used that. Who needs a regular coffee machine that makes you a whole pot where you can, can just make one cup like that? And I used it multiple times, and it was fine. Today, I used it. I don't know what I've done wrong. I don't know if I put the filter <laughs> wrong or something. And I pressed it so hard, and this hot coffee goes everywhere in the kitchen. It was on the walls. It was... I don't know why. It, just, it, it just, like, I push it down and it just explodes. And it was everywhere. And and now I have this red spot on my stomach from the hot coffee because it was on me as well. Oh, my God. Wait, did and the did glass, even like... Notice. It, like, broke? Or it just, like, wasn't together, No, no, no. Together, just, like, right? it, it came... Exactly. It came it apart. Just, yeah, it, it came apart. And oh my God. I was like... I was like, first of all, fuck you, Robert, you know, for this. This is on yeah. you, not, not on me, fault. of course. No. Yeah. And I was like, I literally just like stood there, like did not even notice that my stomach was burning. Oh, uh, yeah, that's terrifying. That was on it. Yeah. And then I just like, you know, just went there and cleaned the walls and stuff like that. And then I was like, the walls. Yeah, I was like, I am walking to a coffee shop. I'm going to get a regular <laughs> coffee right now. I am so mad. I'm not going to remake coffee again. No. Uh, the fact that's... that a product can is capable of that happening if you do something wrong is a design flaw. 100%. And it also like looked it looks so simple, you know? So I have one of those AeroPress things. Funny, my friend Corey, the one who lives in Bayside, he got me one as a present once. And oh, so so cute that you called it Bayside. What is it? Bay Ridge. Bay Ridge. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's a Bayside. Too. It's it's to the side of Something. the bay. So like you're not it's wrong. by the bay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, exactly. But yeah, I think I used it once, and I was like, cool. But it's so many parts. And so many steps. I don't like you yeah. have to clean all the parts every time you use it. It just doesn't seem. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't taste no. any different to me than making myself a pot of coffee. I know. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm buying, a, I'm, I'm buying like a regular $20 coffee machine and make myself a whole yeah. pot so I can. Because I, I like to drink a lot of coffee, but every time I yeah. have to make a cup, I have to fucking do the whole process all over. No. It's not worth it. Get a, get a Mr. Coffee. It's yeah, probably oh, yeah. that's what I have. I've been using it for years. You can make as much or as little as you want. It's yeah, the best. I, it's so cheap. No, I think I think Mr. Coffee is great. Thank you, Mr. Coffee. Mr. Coffee, if you're listening to this and you want to uh, sponsor our podcast, please, Mr. Coffee, do that. It's a guy. Yeah, it's one guy, <laughs> Mr. Coffee. He's making he's making all these machines by himself. And, yeah, he's so good. Uh, He's a divorcee, but so that's why he dedicated his life to coffee. He's divorced. Do you think that his ex-wife still goes by Mrs. Coffee just because of like the fame associated with it? Or do you think she changed yeah, the name back? I think so, but it's not I think she I think she wanted to have the name recognition, but then she wanted to start but the only brand she can start is the coffee machine making brand and everyone was like oh we already have mr coffee and not it's not this is not misogyny we're just used to mr coffee what is this coffee offering they should make a mrs coffee i would buy it if it was exactly the same but like pink or something 
or like market in in some way towards women they were like oh this makes like coffee that's actually better for females or something wow that's a um... genius business idea Absolutely. This is like a girl boss feminism. Love it so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, Miss, Ms. I, Coffee. Sorry, exa- she doesn't need to be married. <laughs> exactly. You don't need to be married. You're making your, your, you live by yourself and you're making coffee for one person and it's you. That's what I'm doing. I'm Ms. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is this is the this is the part of the episode where we do the big reveal. Mr. Coffee was previously married to Hannah. She is Miss Coffee. Surprise. She has That's why I'm a billionaire. Exactly. A lot of people are saying, Oh, Mr. Coffee, he's so nice, he's he's so considerate, he was making these uh, cheap machines. But Mr. Coffee has some fucking dark secrets and Hannah knows all of them. Oh yeah. I've signed A lot of NDAs. Yeah, exactly. Let me say, I, I mean, without saying so much because I don't want to be sued, Mr. Coffee, uh, the guy who he voted for for president, did not win last this last time. So I would just say maybe if anyone wants to like look where he was on January sixth. Yeah, exactly. He was definitely it wasn't with coffee. me. He was definitely making coffee to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Washington, D.C. That's all I can say. That's all I can also, say. Also, just coffee. Check, check his taxes. Has he paid them? Yeah. That's a question yeah. I'm posing to you, IRS. Yeah. yeah. Ask Mr. Coffee what does he think about Jews. <laughs> and you know what? Arabs, Muslims, any minority. <laughs> just ask Mr. Coffee what he thinks. Just ask him. Yeah, just ask, just ask him. Just look Just at his look him. at his likes on Twitter. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Look at who he follows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look at what he retweets, Mister Coffee. Uh, buddy, you're getting you're getting fucking big canceled here. But you know, I will say there was a lot of love there, and I don't regret yeah. the time that we had together. I don't regret our kids. Um, yeah. Little coffee and coffee and yeah. yeah you know like he, i'm i'm grateful that he keeps paying the child support every month it's a lot of money um yeah 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 he he loves the kids but it's so fucked up that he said oh what i love about them the most that they're both came uh light yeah <laughs> And not medium or so. I, I don't. I don't know what that means. It feels, you know, a bit uh, racial, light roast, if you will. Yeah, they're like, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I don't know, Mister Coffee. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to get sued here because I know you're very you when you're. He's big very lawyer. litigious. Very litigious. Be careful. He, he. If you think that McDonald's lady who sued McDonald's for the hot coffee was too much, wait until you hear about Mister Coffee. He will walk to your restaurant and he will not like the smell of your coffee and he's going to sue for malpractice. It's insane. It's how the rich stay rich. Exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, this is also always a part of the podcast where just this goes off the rails. Uh... <laughs> oh, has it? <laughs> just a five minute on Mr. Coffee. Yeah. 
that's it's usually our sign that it's time to wrap. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're gonna wrap up, but I'm just gonna end with this by saying, Mister Coffee, you're not gonna see heaven, and that's it. I'm gonna make some coffee after this with my Mister Coffee. Literally, all I could think about was that I was like, I need coffee right now. And uh, yeah, if you've been listening and you stayed listening this whole time, thank you. And guess what? You can subscribe to our Patreon. Five dollars instead of buying coffee from outside. Yeah, millennials. Yes, <laughs> give us the five dollars so we can make more content and get Mr. Mrs. Coffee and make coffee at home, so you don't have to uh, buy use that five dollars for coffee. So exactly, exactly. Think about that. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.